Well, well, well. We're back in the closet. Yep. Sort of. Oh. Some yelling going Brooks on. Brooks yelling at the dogs. I get it, though. They That's are... why we're usually in the closet, because uh, right. this place is so freaking loud I know. that you have to go in a bunker in order to have any kind of silence. I just, I just wasn't feeling it in there anymore, especially this time of year. It's so cold in there. I'm, and I'm wrapped up in a blanket in our bedroom. Yeah, that's a problem. It's cold. I'm over it. You got issues. No, I'm cold. That, yes. Something to do with issues. Other than the issue of being cold. True. Anyway, um, so I have a list. Do you know how we like our list? I like lists. Oh, here we go. We are <sighs> 48 seconds in, and Jeff has already had his first yawn. I'm ready for a list. What is wrong with you? I'm, it's because I'm not getting enough oxygen to the brain, obviously. Let me take a few well, huffs. start breathing. <clears throat> anyway, I have a list. We love our list, A, and we love talking about relationships. And this is a list of 56 relationship topics to debate. Uh-oh. Okay. I haven't looked at these. I've skimmed and read a couple, and I thought, eh, those are good. And then oh, I thought this a couple could get were feisty like, eh, it was bad. But I'm just going to start with number one, okay? And we're, we can debate this. We can talk about it. We can discuss it. Let's debate. R or agree. R R is R bad spending habits spoiling our families. Is our or R? It says R R bad. Spending habits spoiling our families. This is why the English language is so hard. R A R E R A U R R R R R. It's not like a seal. R R R. Our read it. R our R our. Maybe I'm speaking wrong. R our bad spending habits spoiling our family. I don't know. I don't know. No. You don't think. How is it spoiling anybody? We don't have him the money to well, spoil I, anybody. Well, I don't know. I, yeah, but I think that depending on who you talk to would either agree or disagree with you because I think it's relative. Because we may feel like we don't have a lot, but we might. Because if, We do have a lot. If, we do have a lot. Just like tonight. We have a, we have a pantry full of food and a refrigerator full of food. We just went here. He goes, yawn number two at two minutes and 38 seconds. Um, we just went grocery shopping on Sunday, which was yesterday. And, I mean, there's food in here for the kids to eat. I just picked Brooke up from work at Starbucks. And she said, can we go to Taco Bell and get a quesadilla? And I'm just like, okay. You did? Yeah. So that's what it was we're her budgeting. First day, it's her first day at work. So you, I, she, I wanted her so to have a treat. Everybody, everybody out there, if you on your first day at work, you get a quesadilla from Chick-fil-A. Absolutely. Chick on your first day at work. From Taco work, Bell. You don't have to get a quesadilla from Taco Bell, but you should deserve a treat. That's cool. I agree. I would have done the same thing. You would have. I know you would have. I say yeah. no to her way more than you do. This is true. So I think just stuff like that. Now, obviously, if she came in and said, I want, I need to go buy, a, you know, something, I don't know, a speaker for my room. We wouldn't just be like, okay, let's go. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the little things like food. Right. But is it spoiling them? Should I have said, no, we have food at home. You don't need that. I don't know. I was kind of needing more of an answer than I don't know. 
I mean, it was the first day, so no. I don't think that we overly spoil our kids. I think I told her no the other day. She said that the other day. She was like, "Can I? I really want some Taco Bell. I'm really hungry." She texted me about it, and she was upset. She was like, "Can can we get some Taco Bell?" And I was like, "No, we got food here." She was, and she responded with an "Oh," which to me was her way of saying, "That's why would you tell me no?" Yeah. But in my mind, I said, "Good enough. I'm not going to respond." Well, she proceeded to text me at work and say, Dad will not go get me a quesadilla. And I was like, well, I'm sorry. And then she said to me, oh. Right. But then she's over it. She's not not a whiny baby. No, no, no. She's over it. She didn't come back at me, but I mean. So, I mean, you know, I don't consider our kids spoiled. I consider them taken care of. They don't have above and beyond. You know, we didn't buy Maddie a car. Like you said, spoiled is relative. It is. It says our our spending bad spending habits spoiler bad spending habits i don't think we necessarily the only bad spending habits honestly i think that we have is eating out too much i agree and maybe that part of it is spoiling our kids but as far as having materialistic things our kids really have what they need and if they have anything above and beyond that they got it for christmas or their birthday or something we don't just go out and spend money on them like that no they just don't we're not out at Target and they're like, I want this, this, and this. No, the, the nine right. out of ten times, when, if they go into Target with us, they don't come out with anything. Unless they have their own money or it's a holiday. Or it's tampons or it's. Well, okay, that's a necessity. That's not even. My point considered. though. My point is they say, oh yeah, I need hair stuff. I need. Sure. That's different, but they don't go. Sure, it's a necessity. Oh, I want a new, you know, if Nate goes, oh man, look, I want this. Uh, Headset. I want this like yesterday. Oh, I want this cup. You're like, put it back, man. Yeah. Put it back. I'm not buying you a cup. Well, he ended up getting it, but he, paid he broke it. out his own money. I right. said, no, not unless you have your money. And he said, I have my own money. I said, you do right. not. And he pulled out $15 or something out of his pocket. Yeah. And I get an employee discount and came to seven seventy seven, and so he bought his own. That's what I'm talking about. Too so much I think information. We do, I think we do a relatively good job of not spoiling our kids. Pretty good, yeah. I really honestly Pretty good. do. Yeah. I think that they'll go into relationships It's created not, by not having the money to... I think we would spoil them more if we had free-flowing funds. I think it would be a lot easier to not say no. Probably. I feel like me growing up, I feel like we grew up very differently. Well, not very differently, but in this regard differently. I feel like there was a part of me that was spoiled, but I wasn't a spoiled brat. Right. There is a big difference. You can be spoiled, and you and can you, also be a spoiled brat. You can be. And I feel like that I would go to my dad, but I didn't take advantage, though. I think though. your parents are grounded. They, they're not going to raise a spoiled brat. I, I think that... They would punish you for any any attitude you had. I've so. never been the kind of person that's wanted a lot, though. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I haven't been. Now, I did go through a time in high school, or maybe it was shortly before... Where I wanted, I remember this specifically, where I wanted a certain brand of jeans. It was guest jeans. Okay. Who didn't? And they were $50 or more a pair. And that was strapped my parents. That's expensive. But I, for that's the one thing I was like, well, I can't help it. I can't help it. I, this is like, I have to have this brand. And they would buy them for me. But I think that if you are a spoiled brat, it spills over into your relationships when you're out from underneath your parents, whether it's marriage, living with somebody, boyfriend, girlfriend, girl, whatever it is, your significant other. And I think I went into our marriage and I think you could tell I was not spoiled. No, you weren't spoiled. You're very easy to get along with. You're a very good team player. Because if you raise a spoiled brat, it's going to spill over into their partners, meaning 
their husband's going to have a hard time dealing with them or their wife is going to have a hard time dealing with them because they can't supply what they had at home. Right, and I think that's why marriages end is financial deals. It's a lot of times right. why marriages struggle and fail. And we've had plenty of financial issues which didn't end us. You know what I mean? Right. It's because you're not a spoiled brat and right. you're a team player and you look at yourself as an equal. Right. And we both pull our weight, but we both are understanding of the realities around us. Right. You know well, what we I mean? both we both do pull our weight, which is why I have this part-time job at GNC because I felt like you know, with this pandemic going on or whatever, my, my my work conditions kind of changed a little bit and I lost some stuff. I talked about this before. And so I felt guilty, not because Jeff, like, made me. He never said a word about I it. I said, woman, <laughs> you have two weeks. Oh, yeah, that would fly. We all know that would fly over. <laughs> no, he didn't say a word, but I and just instinctively and internally was like, I feel like I'm not contributing enough to the family. Like, Yes, I'm taking care of all the ki- most of all the kids' schoolwork, and I'm, I'm making sure all that goes. And yes, I'm training people and taking care of the house and everything. But I felt like I needed to do more, so that spawned me, spawned me, prompted me to just check out like part-time jobs in the evenings for a few hours. And I ran into GNC. It's perfect. It doesn't, it perfect it doesn't pay situation. good at all. Right. So GNC franchise owners, if you're listening, um, it's, pay your people better. It, it's I, I do not mind working there. I have a good time, but I it, they do not pay enough. I mean, my daughter working at Starbucks gets paid more than I do. Right. And has more benefits. Right. Which I applied to Starbucks, and they ignore the crap out of me. Well, it depends on the timing. Timing anyway. is everything. Anyway, um, that being said, I think that how we raise our kids makes that it will bleed over into their relationships when they're outside of our house. So I think that if you think about that, if you think of the big picture... You may be thinking that you're just supplying their needs, but are we supplying more than their needs all the time, every time they want them? Of course you're going to spoil your kids every once in a while. You know, if you get a raise at work and there's been something they want them, it's it's fun to everyone's be like, hey, I bought this for you. Sure, yeah. But I mean, every time. I had friends that Jeff growing up, and I'm sure you did too. Every time they asked for something, they got it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and maybe, their, maybe their parents could afford it, but it's beyond of being able to afford it. You're creating a monster. You're building, yeah, you are Or maybe definitely. you're not. I mean, it, I well, don't know. Well, but you're, you're, but. you're, it's not helping right. instill discipline. You need to hear no. I heard no a lot I as a kid. I didn't hear no a lot, to be honest. I heard no. I, I got I to where I quit asking. I, I never asked did. for anything. It was just like, can we go look? Can but, I go to the mall and look? And see, that's what our kids say to us. And I would lot. never ask for anything. But it here's the like, difference between your family. Because I know and, it would happen. I had to earn it. Between your family and my family. Your family had four kids. My parents had two. That's the thing. I was the oldest of four, so the younger ones probably didn't hear no as much as I did. Oh, when didn't. I'm four, when I'm the number one, and they've got babies running around the house, mm-hmm. they don't have... they they right. they got to be tough for it. they right. got to be like, no, you can't have anything. i got to pay for diapers. Right. we got to pay for babysitters. we got to pay for freaking... Right. You know, outfits every three months. Right. You know, so... Yeah, it's... it's. But I, I wasn't a high-maintenance You You're not high-maintenance, and I don't think... Well, you have one sibling, I feel like, has a little high-maintenance out of the four of you. But I, I think that that makes a huge difference because... And I think our kids realize that because they know we have four kids versus some of their friends who have two or, or some of their friends who are only kids, but they've even verbalized that to us. We know that, you know, so-and-so has a car, but we know you can't get, because if you get Maddie a car, you have to buy Brooke's car. Then you have to buy, you have right, to buy Kaylee's right. car. You have to buy Nate's car. Right. And I'm not buying any of them cars. No, we're not buying cars. I'm just not. I'm not that loaded. Yeah. I, I got a car. I had a car before I was 16. 
I, you did. I did. And I did and, too and, because and, you got a car, so I got a car. <laughs> and my brother had a car, but they had two, and they knew they only had two, so they could plan these things. But they didn't pay for my college either. Right. They took out a and small my, loan, yeah. but I had to take out a loan, but your parents paid for my college. My dad paid for all so my college, So it's kind of right. like all, you know what I mean? But, yeah. But right. I, I could honestly go to my parents when I was in high school and ask them for almost anything, and they would probably not tell me no. But I wasn't irrational about it, though, other than the guest genes. I, did, I wasn't like, I go to Hubba. Well, that's just how you, you know are. You know what I mean? So anyway, that's, that's that. That's just how you are. Yeah. So that was number one. So I think that it's all relative. And, and like you said, it's we could be spoiling them, but maybe we're not. It all depends on. I don't think we are. I think we're good at educating them on. I think in our situation, we're why not. Why they can't have certain things and why they have to wait. Right. You know? Right. Um, we, we have persistent kids, but I don't feel like they're whiny and, and like. They hear no enough. Yeah. Trust me. But they're they, persistent. They, they'll, they'll be persistent they'll in wanting come back something. In the next yeah. <laughs> no beta on us, and it's just. Right. Yeah. Okay, so number two. This is a good one. Can love be fate? Can love be fate? Fate. F A K E D. Can I not talk tonight? Fate. Fate. Can you fake it? Can you fake it? Can you fake love? Fake it till you make it? Can you fake love? No, you can't fake love. I don't think you can either. You cannot fake love. I think that you can fake it at You can first. for a while. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't even know if that would be faking it. I might. You might not even know. You might think you're in love. I, who knows? You, you know what I mean? I think a lot of people well, get way into their relationships. I think people get married thinking they're in love. Yeah, but I think people start out in relationships faking it. For instance, yes. if you're marrying for money. If you if you know this person you're not attracted to, but you know they have a lot of money and they're really into you, you can can you fake love enough to to last? True. Or you think that they're you've 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 got a catch and they're too good for you, and everybody around you thinks they're amazing for you, and it's but just you're like just not a, feeling it. you're not really into them, but it's just like I can't let this person go because they're just they are really attractive and. They've got it going on and all this stuff. But and everybody, these, but I don't have any chemistry. Right. I think it happens a lot. People don't have the chemistry, but right. they, they, they look good together. There's a pe- they're a power couple or they're something. They're a power couple. They look yeah. good together. You know, but do they really have the chemistry? Yeah. I, I, think that, I think that you can go through a relationship faking it for a while, but I think at the end of the day, you're going to run into somebody that you know, you know you're not... You, you're attracted to, and it's like, I'm faking it with this person, and I'm really attracted to this person, and... I'm not faking it with this person. And so yeah. ultimately that, yeah. you know, the non-faking relationship is probably going to win. But I think there's a lot of, and I'm not saying all power couples, there's power couples oh, in, no. in every town. Yeah. And I'm not saying that every power couple is faking it, but I, I, I guarantee you a fraction. We're not, we're a power couple. I mean, I would define a power couple, but you know what I mean. Like, I always think like <laughs> politics or, a, I mean, I feel like maybe we are. I mean, in a we, way, we, we've powered I say through can, a lot of things. Oh, what makes a power yeah. couple? I mean, power couple what makes a power what couple? What stands the test of time? And I think you can well, fake it probably for about 30 years, but after that. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying you've been faking it for 30 years? 29. If, if I can what get makes a power year. couple is withstanding time, we're doing a pretty good job. We're pretty powerful. Because we've been through a lot of stuff that a lot of people don't know about, and we've been through a lot of things that could be deal breakers, and we've made it through. I think in the sense for most people, power couple means money, influence, that's power. What, that's what I think. Power. And we're not a power, power couple in that way. You influence your society, your, like, your, your, what, your, what's it called? Your surroundings, your... So, like, a lot of political people. You can, you can really, yeah. Business owners together. I can't talk tonight. I, I know what you're saying. Like, like... 
like Barack Obama and his wife Michelle. Michelle, yeah, they're a power couple. They're a power couple. Yes, they're both. Yeah, very, that's, I, yeah. I, I think that in the sense of being a power couple, that would money, success in business, you know. Um, Donald Trump and his wife. No. He was a powerful listen, leader, and she was a prostitute. Listen, right? I'm not was even. She a pro- can I say, say that about the first lady? You, I don't think she's she, not first lady. I don't anymore. think she was. A, she was. She she's always not. will be. Listen, no. Yeah, but once you are, you are. Unless you get him like not thrown out. If you so speak she, of his name again at this table, so I'm getting she him. she is a uh, oh, she she is not, not a. Pro- I didn't mean prostitute. I take that back. But I think she was like maybe mail ordered or something. I don't know anything about the Trumps, and I don't care to speak of them anymore. Thank you very much. Wow. Thanks for stopping by. Hey. Um, but I think a lot of power couples probably are faking it. But then a lot aren't. But who so knows? So you're talking about some power couples are kind of arrangements. Yeah. Like, like Kim you, and, Con- and Kanye, who are divorced now, yeah, like, are getting divorced. Like you were watching this show, and you said they were arranged. They are. I think it's because they're both, you know supposed to be together in everybody's eyes right for business and for power but that's but not she she's exa- that's exactly what she is she's not with him like she doesn't have it for him like she does for other she people has she, clicks, she has side pieces but that's and not she really tells them it. she's in an open relationship but he doesn't know their oh, relationship well. i think he kind of does so, i think he kind of does no i think the answer to the question would be no no, you cannot you fake, fake love. love. I think people do try to, but I really think at the end of the day, you cannot fake it. That's it's, what, it has that's to be genuine. Something, yeah. It's got to be genuine for it to sense. last. Yeah. I mean, it's you can't be act like it. No. 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 Okay. Because love, if you're faking it, because love to me, loving somebody, it's when you set aside... All of the all of the easy stuff. When you set aside maybe the physical attraction to the sex and you take that out of it, you take out those type of things and you put the person on their on on like if you're on your worst day or if you're sick, that's what's that's when love kicks in. Right. Right. That's when it doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter if you lose your legs. You know what I mean? Okay, are you referring to when I knew that you were really loved me? Oh, you, no, no, I didn't mean that. I just, I, for in my head, for some reason. I didn't lose my legs, like, permanently, but I did for a summer. Yes, I yes. wasn't paralyzed, and I wasn't, but I couldn't I walk. wasn't thinking about that. I'm thinking about more like I would tell somebody, this person's someone that if you get, if you have to get stuck with them in a hospital for six months because they're in there sick and they can't reciprocate anything, they can't take care of you, they can't fix you a meal, they can't have sex with you, they're thrown up in a bag by their bed. Are you dying to be there by their side? Right. And not looking around anywhere else for any any of that comfort. Right. You just love them so much. That's the way I look at it. That's where love is. I, I agree. And, I mean, I'm, I'm serious. I mean, that's I've told this story before, but that's what I knew, long story short, that Jeff really did love me, and he was the one for me. It was like we were in high school. It was a year before our senior year, I think. And mm-hmm. I had double knee surgery, screws put in, literally couldn't walk for, I wasn't paralyzed, but I, I wasn't allowed to walk for a whole summer. I had to learn how to walk again. It was very painful. Blah, blah, blah. So my mom had to move my bedroom down to the main floor. Jeff would come over as a high schooler. Yes, he would go with his friends. He'd play basketball, whatever. But he always came over and helped my mom take care of me. I'd feed her pudding and you, braid her he, hair. He, he wouldn't braid my hair, but he would br- help bring my food. He would sit with me while I ate. He helped with my physical therapy. He'd help my mom get me around. He would take me to the 
cart me to the pool. And like I knew that if he was spending time with me as a teenager then like that, and he was taking care of me, and he was actually helping my mom take care of me, then he would take care of me for the rest of my life. Because I was in a certain type of way. And that's when I knew. I was like, I don't care if I'm just a junior in high school. I know I love him, and I know he loves me. And I know that I'm not letting him go. And I've had my claws in ever since. And he's always, and he's still to this day is taking care of me. So that's, that's, yeah, you can't fake that. You cannot fake, you cannot fake that because it's going to be easy to justify not, it's going to be easy to be, to justify being selfish. Right. Right. In those situations. Yeah. It's easy to say it's not fair. Yeah. I'll go see you. I saw her for 10 minutes yesterday. Right. Like I checked in. Right. I called like, you know what I mean? Rather than I can't not be there. Right. You know? Anyway. I totally agree. I'm going to skip a couple because I don't like them. And I'm the runner of this list. They're stupid. I don't even know what one of them I don't is. like stupid. Um, th- I, this one's interesting. Describe your biggest regret. I can't talk about my biggest regret here on here, right here. My biggest one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, um, uh. I this is going to sound stupid. Um, uh. One of my biggest regrets while you're thinking, one of mine, it, and this this is going to sound very superficial, but I don't care, um, is not getting myself in shape, not working out, not taking care of myself at an earlier age. Okay. Because it's important at an earlier age. I think my pregnancies would have went better. I know my self-esteem as a young adult would have been better, which mm-hmm. would resulted in a rocky time that we had in our relationship was after I started having babies. I mean, to be honest, and a lot of that was hormonal. Yes. But a lot of it also was because of the way I felt about myself and the way that I felt my body looked and the way I thought, I thought that you thought about me and you know, you get all this in your head. If I would have gotten myself self into shape before I had babies. So in my mid twenties or early twenties actually, and worked out and, and do what I do now, then I think it would have prevented a lot of it. It wouldn't have prevented all of it because some of it's hormonal, but it would have prevented a lot of it. And I look at myself now and I'm killing myself and I'm just like really working hard and I'm trying. And then, you know, I look at these girls in the gym, they're in their mid twenties who are killing it and they haven't had babies yet. And they got the flat stomach. They have no baby pooch. It's like, I wish I would have done it when you're doing it. You're doing such a good job. Like you're doing it the right way. I'm so happy to see the young 20 something year olds in the gym doing it because they're doing it the right way. Right. It's not ever too late. That's not what I'm saying. But I do, part of me, part of me regrets not starting sooner. But then I have another part of me that doesn't regret anything because I am who I am because I went through what I did. I think it makes me a better personal trainer being over, have being overweight or have been overweight. I can't talk tonight. Your story's much. Have been out of shape. The story is what it is because of that. And what's the percentage of people that are working like you do now back then? Yeah, I think it's it like hit that thing. boom. Yeah, it like has when you boom. got into it, you got yeah. like, you hit it at a right spot where it was like, okay, women lift now. Before that, yeah. remember when yeah. we were younger, like when Maddie, like it was just women went and they did the treadmill. Oh yeah, women didn't. There lift might be as one much. woman I mean, out of a hundred. There probably was lift. some, but it wasn't as prominent as it is now. Um, but I guess that's one maybe <laughs> little regret. But then once I started talking about it, just now talking through it, maybe I don't regret it as much as I thought. It's just what popped in my head first, and I always say to myself, I wish I would have started younger, but. I wouldn't have gone through, I wouldn't, I don't think, be as an effective a trainer empathetically 
an empathetic trainer as I am now because there's trainers out there who can't be empathetic because you were never in your client situation. That's I right. was in a lot of my client situations, yes. not all of them, but a lot of them. Yeah. And I can actually empathize with you on what you're, what's going on with your body and in your mind. That's the problem though for me looking back and saying, because I was going to do the same thing. I was going to say, I regret this. But then I'll look back and I say, what if I wouldn't have done what I did? And what if I would have, like, I could say I regret selling my insurance agency at, how old was I, 28, how much it would be worth today. You know what I mean? You look back and you go, but that changes the trajectory of everything. And how would that change all my relationships in a different way if I would have kept it the way it was? That's true. would things have gone the same way? Could things between you and me right. have been different? Just like right. with yours, if you would have gotten crazy shape and and it, it, you just don't know what can happen. With You can't go back and look and say this might have happened, right. but you can say you only know the path you've taken. And if you'd have taken a different path, you could have run into a whole, you would have run into a whole bunch of different issues that you'd have had to overcome because that's just life. So yeah, I may be sitting here with an agency I may have made the decision, we may have made the decision, maybe sitting here with an agency that's worth a lot more and I may be doing it. I don't think I would want that. Well, you would have missed out on eight but what years if I'm, of But what if I'm not sitting here with you? Well, I mean, you would be, but... But what if I'm not? What well, if something happened in that time where I made a decision or you made a decision? Something happened. You know yeah, what I mean? I don't know. You just can't know what would happen. So should you really ever regret any decisions that you make? Because the decisions that you make make you the person that you are and, and you learn through things. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I think there are decisions you make that you, you could probably regret. I think there's definitely decisions like you drinking and make. driving and then you hurt somebody. That's what I was right? going to say. Or you lose somebody you really love because of something like if I lost you because of something, I was stupid and I ended up leaving you or you yeah. left me. And I let it happen. Right. And you know, I think or, I could look back and regret, my God, we were so good together. We right. had it all. And... I was stupid and thought this and now all of that's gone right. and all of what I, you know what I mean? Right. Or maybe you're feuding with somebody and you're being stubborn and you're not talking to them and you've pushed them out of your life and then all of a sudden they're gone and you could regret maybe not coming to an end, you know, coming to... Um, making it right. Making it right. Or at least attempting Yeah, to maybe you're right. not going to be friends anymore. Maybe you still are not going to really speak, but you have a closure. A, a, I just, I fear that with... You know, I I'm not, I have a good relationship with my parents, but I just think of pe- I, I can think of people who have these really bitter um, not speaking to a parent because of whatever, and I can't imagine if something tragically happened to that parent or that person or the child or whatever, and you you never made it right, and I that would be a regret for me. That I think those are true regrets. I think maybe you can't make. Regrets on decisions about jobs or about moving or about, you know, something like that. But I think you can on relationship like. I think that's a true regret. Yeah. Because even if you have a brother or a sister or a parent or somebody, because just because they're family doesn't mean mean you mesh. It doesn't mean you you get along. It might mean the opposite. And it doesn't mean you have to. But to at least recognize that and respect each other enough to say, hey. Right. I might not talk to you, right? But I just want you know everything's good between us, right? So do you have? I kind of answered the question. Do you have a biggest regret you can talk about? Because sometimes you know it gets kind of you. You don't really want to talk about it in front of everybody. Because I know there's some things that goes on in life, and um, but do you have a do you have a big regret? And it's okay if you don't. It doesn't make you we, sound 
any type of way. No, I think we... Covered it? I mean, I think we all have regrets in a way, but then, like you said, you think about it and you're like, do I really regret it? Right. I think any regrets I have are regrets that I have to take responsibility for. Like, not that I made a decision, but that I didn't make decisions or yeah. didn't make decisions fast enough that hurt me or right. hurt us. Whether it be financial, not acting the way in a timely manner to deal with something like I should. Or, you know, those are the type of regrets I can think of. Yeah. When I think of regrets in the past. Is, I, I is not being proactive about certain things that I knew I needed to be. And it ended up hurting me. Yeah. And I could have prevented it if I just would have been proactive. Yeah. That's that good. makes sense. That makes sense. All right. Let's do one more. And this is kind of a fun one just to end on. We only got through 11. And again, I didn't go through all of them because some of them are stupid. And there's typos in some of them. We can do more, can't we? Is this enough for another podcast? Oh, gosh, yes. We're only on all... 11 of 56. Oh, cool. Again, I told you I, I skipped some because they're dumb. Make sure you um, save it. How do I do that? I'll show you when we're done. I got I got oh. you when we're done. Okay. Um, find similarities and differences between the two. Like, our similarities and our differences. We have, I, I, I always feel like we balance each other out. We're similar in a lot of ways, and we are also so different in a lot of ways. Don't you feel like that? Yes. Yeah. And, and it's just enough to balance each other out. Like, I'm a planner. Like, I think, like... I have everything planned out. But right. Like, when we go on trips, like, you pretty much don't have to worry about, like, forgetting. So, like, I have everything, like, plant everything on a list. Like, da, 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 da. And Jeff, like, he packs. When he, we pack. Okay, so if we're packing for an overnight trip, I'm pretty much, like, not this last trip I wasn't. But I'm pretty much already packed, organized, like, the day before. Yeah, and, and there's he's, suitcases like, the in there with my spot. Yeah, and, and, you, it's, and it's been empty for a whole day. I'm the night before the morning of. Right. Yeah. Like, just things like that. Like, I, he's a little bit... Now, here of late, I've become more of a procrastinator, but still not to the extent I don't feel like you are. And that's not an insult. I'm just saying. It's oh, a, it's a I, trait I agree that, 100%. But then we're, you know, we're a lot of, like... Like, when we go out, we're a lot of, like... And I think that's what makes We've it. We've got a lot of similar interests. We really do. We like to do the same things. We like to watch the same things. We well, like to. Not all the time. Eh. No, we don't like to watch the same things all the time. But. But if that's okay, because we figure it out. And like, right. he watches it when I'm asleep or when I'm doing something else. Or he'll watch it on his iPad and I'll do something else. And what makes it great is that it, that's okay. He doesn't like. If he made me like, well, I'm watching this. Like. Oh, no. That's what I love is I that, like, earlier we can sit in the same that. room and you can be doing what you're doing and I can be doing what I'm doing and it's not. Because I know a lot of couples who are like, what are you doing? I'm watching the show. Well, right. I'm not interested in the show. Well, yeah. You know, or, or here's a big one that a lot of people do. This is not necessarily answering this question, but it kind of is. Okay, I'm going to bed. All right, good night. I'm going to bed. I'm going to bed. Like expecting <laughs> the other person to go to bed. <laughs> Oh, you want me to hit it? I see what you're well, saying. Well, no, I'm just saying, saying. saying. But you know what I mean? Yes. I think that's insane. I think my parent. I think my dad. My 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 parents do that a lot. They just like my dad will be like, "I'm going to bed," and I, I don't know that they still do. But growing up, my mom had to follow, and I'm like, "Nah." And right. I, I think that's what made me who I am. I'm like, right. I saw it because a lot of times growing up, you see your parents do things, and that's just you fall into place. I was not a dumb kid. I saw that, and I was like, I don't ever want to 
I love my dad to death, obviously, but I don't want my marriage to be like that. I'm not going to go to bed when you go to bed. So, no, I do. I mean, but, we, but that, there's the thing. We naturally do it because it's like we're yes. on the same time. But if like you, it was 930, if you had a job that required you to get up at 4 a.m. and you had to go to bed at 930, I'm not going to bed at 930. Heck no. So, But there's been many times where I'm more of a night owl, especially like if I'm just like rested or stressed or whatever and I just can't sleep. That you go to sleep and I sit up and I watch TV. Yeah, I mean, I and don't expect like I, and I'm a lot of times I'll still Jeff, come to, to bed, bed, right? But I'll sit up in bed and watch something. And there's many nights that you know I'm awake and you pass out asleep on the couch and I get up to go to bed and I'm like, do you want to go to bed? And you're just like, well, not get up, you know? Right. <laughs> so I just leave you there. Yeah. But but we do have a lot of similarities, which I think makes us work, but a lot of differences too. You know what I mean? Like we just talked about differences on the last podcast of where you sometimes keep things in and don't talk about them and just kind of try to keep them in. I am not like that. That's Boy, true. If something's we are, bothering we are me, different like that. That's so true. We are, I, I think we have more similarities and we do differences. So I'm trying to think of differences that we have. Um, I think the similarities, though, when it comes to us and serious issues, like if I have a problem with you, I have to talk about them. Yeah, because I've been with you so long, I can read you and, and I know dri- what's driving. No, I have to anyway. If I have a problem with, if we're having a fighter, I cannot just leave it alone and stuff it down. My problem is if I have something I'm dealing with and is bothering me, it doesn't have to be with you. It has nothing to do, it doesn't have to do with you at all. Right. That stuff I don't like to share. I like to keep to myself because I hate to bother people. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense at all? Yeah, it does, but. It's not right to do that because it's not good. Yeah. It's just not good for your... I recognize that it's not good to keep things in. No. I don't know. We don't really have that many differences, to be honest. And uh, some music... We like most of the same music, but, like, he likes Pearl Jam. I hate Pearl Jam. He likes basketball. I hate basketball. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Of course, there's food differences. Just stupid stuff like that. But as far as relationship, like... No major things. things that, yeah, that I don't. You I don't. Have to no, go. I don't really think there are. We don't, and we don't get annoyed by each other. I think that's huge. I think a lot of couples get annoyed by each other. Like yeah, brother, I mean, sister, course, annoyed. You know what I mean? Of course, of course, we do sometimes. Yeah, but not. There's not like every day, regular oh, basis no. where you're annoyed. Like, if I'm annoyed with you just because I'm being, I'm annoyed. I'm just in an annoyed mood in general, and everybody is annoyed. Right, me. that's me. Normally, yeah, right. Normally, yeah. I can. That's true. But neither of us want to really irritate each other either. So if we see... Sometimes I think you want to irritate me when you point the shower head to the back of the shower. I've already told you why I have to do that. I still think it's... I'm too tall. I I can't have it point... When I get in and it's pointed down, I'm like, I can't... I'm washing my freaking legs. (laughs) It's just hitting my knees. Like, I can't... What are we doing here? (laughs) You're not that tall. I have to pull it up so it hits my head. Maybe our shower head is short. You're six foot. Well, it's taller than you. I'm just telling you, if, I, if I don't have it where it's at, it won't hit my head. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, really. <laughs> and you squeeze the toothpaste tube in the middle. Uh, do I? Yeah, we already talked about that on here. And, but anyway. But yeah, that's it, really. I mean, there's no real big differences. That was really anticlimactic. I that thought was. we would come up with this like huge difference. Like, wow, we are different. We're so different. Jeff's funny. I'm not. 
No, you're funny. Jeff's artistic. I'm not. Jeff yawns a lot. I don't. You don't, no. That's really about it. Can you think of any more before we go? Mm, no. I don't think you really put a lot of thought into that. I really don't. I can't think of anything off the top of my head that stands out. Any difference? Do you like red wine? I like white wine. Yeah. You're white. I'm red. Yeah. We both like bourbon. We both like vodka. We both like gin. <laughs> we're both alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. We're not, but just Definitely saying. not. All right. Well, that was fun. We're on number 11. We can talk more about it here in a couple podcasts. We'll continue this list. Word. All right. Peace out.